Alina, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Happy to be with you this morning. Happy to have you this morning. I'm okay. Um, our friend, you know, I, I just hung up with Andrew Giuliani, and he's playing golf with uh, 45 right now. Back on Friday, just so you know, Alina, Andrew was playing golf with the president, and the president grabbed the phone and jumped on with me and talked to me for about five minutes, and he was in a great mood. Now, this, you have to understand, you know this, like an hour before the judge came down with that ruling, he knew that, he knew that, yet he's on the phone with me on Friday, yucking it up and having a great time. I said to Andrew, I go, how does he do it? And you're with the president almost every day, at least through these mm-hmm. court proceedings. How does he do it? Uh, it's uh, unbelievable. I mean, he really is a, a fierce fighter. He's passionate and resilient, right? Like, he does it, and he really truly is happy. He's okay, you know? I think that's the thing. They want to break his spirit. Um, it's not going to happen. And, and that's unfortunate for them because that's definitely their goal. Um, you know, they're, in their minds, their world would be better if they didn't have somebody who was going to come in and hold people accountable. And that's what this is really all about. It's not about real estate. It's not about defamation. It's not about any of that. They're trying to hit him from all angles, all sides. And it's just uh, it's just not working, I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> no, it's not. You're right. It's not working in the polls. It's not working in terms of his personality. But look. It's a lot of money. Let's be honest. Three fifty-five yeah, for a him. Lot of money. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, three fifty-five for him. Four million for Eric. Four million for Junior. Then you tack on about a hundred million in interest. Ninety-seven thousand dollars a day. And don't look now, Alina, but we're right by a half a billion dollars. So the question mm-hmm. everyone has been asking for days is: Before mm-hmm. Letitia James starts taking my friend's buildings, does he have the cash? Mm-hmm. I thought I heard you say a couple of days ago he's got the cash. President Trump is incredibly wealthy individual. We all know that um, he has a ton of cash, of course. And I'm not going to go into my client's personal finances on on radio, but I'm going to say that the same thing I said, which is we're going to be fine. Um, it's not an issue. I think that was their design was to make it an issue. I think there's nothing more Miss James would like than to have him default and have you know stand outside Trump Tower and have a share a, a, a sale a short sale or something. You know, oh. she's just that's that's the uh, Trump derangement syndrome just permeating through her skin. Yeah, she's she's so grotesque yeah. it's unbelievable. So so here's the thing. So you're going to appeal this, and um, mm-hmm. I believe you're going to win. But but. Before yeah. all that, if I'm correct, again, if I'm wrong, just correct me. Uh, you still have to post that money yeah. in the next yeah. 30 days. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so you post the money, you start the appeal process. And again, I'm asking for expertise. How long could that take in an effort to get this back? Years. Years? Yeah, it depends. You know, it depends. The appellate division, the courts are backed up in general. Um, of course, we're going to try and expedite everything, but... Uh, you know, the appeals process is not a quick one. Uh, uh, motions on appeal, appeals of trial records are, you know, 11 weeks of trial and going in and drafting that and then opposition from the other side and then a reply from our side. It's uh, it's you know, it could absolutely take a year or two years. I mean, it depends on the speed of the appellate division, but it, it it's definitely a long haul. So he's going to post over 400 Assuming he does this, he's going to post over $400 million and then have to wait maybe a year, two years, three years to win the appeal to get that money back? Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, yeah. aye.
So yeah. how how frustrating. Look, you're a big time attorney, right? Big time. You're the president. You're on TV every day. You're great out there. How frustrating was it to go to court every day, Alina Habib, knowing you're a great attorney, knowing your client did nothing wrong. In fact, everybody yeah. made money. And yet knowing from day one, you had no chance of winning. None. Yeah, we lost before we went into court. Um, he had granted that on summary judgment before even hearing the witnesses. Um, how frustrating is it? It's incredibly frustrating. I'll be honest with you. But I think the mission, when you sit there and you say, oh, this is frustrating, you look at people like President Trump and you say, he's the, he's the guy that they're after and he's not frustrated. He's fighting the fight. So I better step up and fight with him. And I think that that's it. You know, when, when you're feeling exhausted, you look, you look down, you look at him and you, you, uh, you know, you see his resilience and you say, how can I even begin to complain at the injustice? So I don't complain. What I do is exactly what you said. I, I go use my voice, um, let people know what's actually going on in the courtroom. I think that's why my press conferences are important. You know, when you have a trial that people can't really see other than what the media wants you to hear and they edit it, it's important for people to understand why you're almost thrown in jail for objecting to evidence, <laughs> why you're losing, yeah. you know, things. Yeah. I mean, it's important to yeah. come out and say, okay, so never mind what the media said. Let me tell you from my mouth to your ears what is actually happening and the corruption that I'm seeing. Um, and it's, it's really shocking. You know, I will say this. I've got, uh, I know a lot of people that work for Trump, and uh, my best friend of 47 years, Joseph Takapina, worked for Trump for yeah. nearly a year. But um, I don't remember uh, the president doing anything like he did for you. Uh, look, I've seen you outside that courtroom. Uh, I've heard the judge go after you as well. You represent yourself and Trump really great. And uh, going to that, uh, back to that event at Cipriani's back in December, <laughs> President Trump, in a 63-minute speech, made it his business to point out and point it right to you. What a brave soldier, how great you are. That will make you feel like a million bucks. Yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights of my career, if not the highlight. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have this <laughs> urge to see me get fired to see some sort of flip, some sort of turn, some sort of anger. Well, why is that? Either from well, why is me. that? I think that when you're effective, um, that's what they want. It's no different than when you're successful, they want to bring you down, or when you have Joe Biden in the presidency, and the idea of Trump coming in scares you because you've screwed around for so long and somebody might see what you've been doing. You want to take them down, you know, and and I love, you know, the trolls are I call them the trolls, all the trolls from their mother's basement that, you know, are like, we're looking for an appellate lawyer. She got fired. OK, you know, this this is not, unfortunately, the drama that exists. We have drama, but the drama is from the AGs, the DAs and the BS that the deep state has brought his way. And I'm really proud to fight with him. He obviously knows how hard I fight and work, and, and he was uh, the, the fact that he was appreciative in that setting was incredibly kind and, and tells you a lot about his character. No, I love him. Uh, again, he's an hour away from getting hammered, and he knew it as well as anybody. He's on a cell phone mm -hmm. with me, mm -hmm. talking about me coming to Mar-a-Lago next month and going for lunch. I do want to uh, ask you about the, in terms of practical terms, because we're just regular people, you know. When you start this appeal, what does that mean on a daily basis? What exactly are you doing? Drafting, going through the transcript, pulling all of our favorite highlights of injustice, 
putting it in a methodical, clean brief for the appellate division to understand what actually happened and then attaching the actual transcript so that they can read through it themselves. And this is not a light lift. There are weeks and weeks, months and months of trial transcript. There are proceedings that happened before evidentiary rulings that need to be examined and see if there is a reversible, which we believe there are many, reversible issues on appeal. It's like the judge we knew was going to do this, uh, as well as Letitia James. So what is the difference? Again, I'm asking this because I think most people are fascinated, rooting for Trump, but are ignorant when it comes to the daily operations. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between this appellate court? Why, Why would they treat this differently than the judge did? Well, I think that there was definitely political motivation in in that room. And uh, I'm not going to speak poorly about certain people and identify them, but it was very clear. I think we found out information during the proceeding that became public that showed that. Um, There is no place for that in the court. And the second, you know, the first department in New York, We've been before, we've gone into the appellate division, and we've reversed decisions by this judge. We've had good decisions by this judge. And there's a difference between an elected official who needs to run again, who's about to finish his time on the bench and go into mediation or whatever practice and wants to look like a hero, versus people that are going to be on the bench until they retire permanently. And motivation, political motivation, we've seen permeate their decisions. And that's where I get infuriated, because when you take that oath as a judge, as an AG, as a DA, you're not supposed to do that. You're not not only supposed to do that, you're not allowed to do that Mm. vis-a-vis our ethical rules that we commit to. Um, So, you know, I'm allowed to be an advocate for my client. That is what I'm hired to do. But if I'm a judge... It doesn't matter if Biden's in front of me or Trump's in front of me. I have to apply law to fact. And I think we've seen that there's an inability to do that sometimes in the state of New York and a lot of these states and a lot of these courts. And that's where we get concerned for the for this country as a whole, frankly, not just President Trump. 